Welcome back to the Gentle Counselor podcast. My name is Crystal and I support mums through their inner healing and parenting journeys. For those of you listening right now, this episode is a little bit different because back in October of 2021, it was World Mental Health Day and I had some wonderful friends join me over three days to talk all about mental health and motherhood at the Aussie Moms Mental Health Virtual Event. I hope you enjoyed these conversations, which were recorded live at the summit. I'm also thrilled to let you know that we will be returning in 2022 and plan on making it even bigger and better. It may or may not involve a retreat. (laughs) Wherever you are right now, I hope these episodes find you when you truly need it. I would love to hear your feedback on these chats, so make sure you're connected with me on social media at The Gentle Counselor. If you'd like to receive an email once a month that is full of freebies, parenting tips, links to podcast episodes, beautiful affirmation screensavers, and other goodies, make sure you are signed up to my email list. I hope you enjoy this chat. Yep. Okay, great. And we are back. Welcome everyone to our final session of today for our Aussie Mums Mental Health Virtual Event. Thank you so much for joining us for all of our chats today. And if you are watching us live, go ahead and say hello in the comments below so that I can see that you're there um, and I can see who's joining us live for tonight's session. If you are watching this as a replay later on, still pretend like you're here with us live because we will come back to this to make sure that we are chatting along with all of you. And if you have any questions at all, again, make sure to put those in the comments below. Um, You can ask them throughout the session or afterwards and we'll make sure to get back to you. So I am joined by Jess tonight and we are going to be talking about finding your joy. And I think that is going to be a peak interest to a lot of us, (laughs) especially during, you know, the last two years everyone's had. I think it's something we all really need. So welcome, Jess. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. So excited. It's so great to connect with so many different people. And let's start off by you telling us a bit about what you do and why you do it. Okay. So my name's Jess Hollenby. I'm a Reiki master and, uh, master and teacher and a Maya therapist. I'm now based in Melbourne. Um, I sp- spent my whole life up until about eight weeks ago living in South Australia and decided that it was time that I follow my joy and I moved to Melbourne. So at the moment, as you can see behind me, lots of furniture. I'm actually living in a hostel, which I'm actually really (laughs) excited about. Um, But yeah, so um, mental health has been something that's in my life personally since Mm -hmm. I was in my teens. Mm-hmm. um so it's something I've been around my whole life pretty much yeah. yeah I think that's why a lot of us do what we do is that we all have our own kind of personal experience with it um yeah people that go into helping professions usually have something that they've gone through as well and so why do you think in particular the topic of finding your joy is so close to your heart um because I've lived most of my life not having any joy Hmm. or you know I spent so long making other people happy and living my life to the way it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. that I ended up in a place where I don't didn't recognize myself Mm. all my life that sounds really hard 
yeah it was um and it was like even the journey out of that was hard yeah but yeah. so 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 much growth and so many new opportunities that I wouldn't actually normally take up mm. because of those those restrictions that we put on ourselves yeah and it was either us um you know following through with those internal beliefs that were put onto us by others mm. And I like how you Absolutely. said, like, supposed to be. It's all those shoulds. <laughs> when you notice yourself saying something like, I should be doing this or I should be doing that, what I'm supposed to do. It's like, where is that coming from? Yeah. Yep. Where are all those shoulds and supposed to is coming from? Mm. Well, that's yeah. it. Like, I was six months away from being married. Wow. You know, mm. I got to that point and I'm like, why are we actually doing this? Neither mm. of us are really all that happy. And I don't really want my life to continue down the path it's going. Wow, what a full-on realization you had. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't even imagine the absolute like bombshell after bombshell mm -hmm. of epiphany that you must have been having to like finally break out of that, you know, negative space that you were in to really be like like waking up to like what is actually going on around here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, in a when you're in your in the in a relationship, you you have those arguments over and over and over again mm, mm. and I got to the point where I'm like I don't want to keep having this argument yeah. every three months for the yeah. rest of my life yeah and there's a big difference between having those arguments and then both coming together to say hey mm. like we know that we have our good moments and we know we can work through this and like let's look at ourselves individually let's mm -hmm. look at how we're like triggering each other in our relationship then there's a big yep. difference where you're like that's not happening I've mm. had this conversation enough times like I don't know how many more tears I can shed <laughs> and then to call it enough is enough because you've chosen yourself yeah yeah and yeah. like even at the time what was I I was 20 25 what am I now I'm 34 <laughs> maybe 27 no I was 25 yeah yeah um and like everything was on track and at the time I didn't know what triggers were I didn't know what shadow mm. work was I had no clue about what was happening I just knew this wasn't it this wasn't wasn't supposed to be in my life I yeah. wasn't wasn't supposed to be the dutiful housewife who stayed yeah. home and yeah. I was meant I am meant for so much more and that path to finding my joy has it's been amazing like at the moment I'm for those who follow me on Instagram or Facebook will know that I'm recapping my years since that since the ending of that relationship and sharing my healing journey along the way mm. um and it that for me has actually been a really good way to process everything I went through yeah yeah sharing your story yeah because mm. not only did I live it but I don't think I actually, I've never reflected on it. Yeah. And that's important. Yeah. Like, obviously, I can see where I was and where I am now, but it, yeah, processing everything in the middle. Yes. And that is very important because that's where all the good stuff and the horrible stuff, mm. you know, happens. But that's yeah. what is like so impactful and obviously what led you to where you are today and where you're still going. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like you're still on your journey. Yeah. And, I love how you start off being like, yeah, I'm in a hostel and I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> like, this is great. This is like part of me finding my joy. This is exactly where I'm meant to be right now. That's it. Like I'm, 
I I'm I'm referred to myself as an introverted extrovert. Okay, yeah, that's a good I I have a limit of peopling that I can do before that is it. Yeah, I can relate. Me me to stay in a hostel. Um ironically having the room to yourself. Yes, it was amazing. (laughs) It's been amazing. Eight weeks by myself and only interacting when I want to. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah. And what um made you decide to join us at our virtual event? So I, when I was first asked, I, my gut instinct was to decline. Obviously, A, I'm not a mother. And what the heck would I have? What would I be able to add to a topic that I don't have any personal experience with? Um, Not only that, but I'm not really great with public speaking and being exposed (laughs) on a platform (laughs) like this. Um, It's, this is very, very much outside my comfort zone, so mm. much that I've been freaking out all afternoon. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Part of me is like, oh no, I'm so sorry that you went through that. And then the other part of me is like, I'm so glad that we're your first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad like, that you uh like you're here, you did it, you've hmm. done it. That's and it. that's an amazing achievement in itself. It is. It's such an opportunity for self-growth. Yeah. yeah. And that is it's so important. That's how we evolve and keep moving forward. Yeah. Most of the time when we we end up in the situations we're not happy, where we've got no joy, is because we've stopped moving forward. Mm. We've stopped that self self-growth. Mm. We've sort of got like stuck in a swamp. Yeah, and, and it's not allowing any new experiences to no, happen. No. Yeah. Everything gets darker, it gets um more solidified and it gets Mm. harder and harder to shift out of those patterns yes yeah and Jess and I were talking a bit before we started the live about um you know just because you don't have personal experience Mm. with someone doesn't mean you can't support them or that you can't relate to them at all you know being a mother is just one aspect of who we all are in this group Mm. and um, you know, even like with myself in counseling, like I see clients that have been mm. extremely traumatized by certain events that I definitely have no um, under- true understanding of what they've gone through, but I can still be there to hold space yeah. for them. And so I think that part of the missing village that we have these days as mums um, is also, you know, welcoming anyone who is willing to help us <laughs> and be there for us because we sure yeah. as hell know that we need it. Yeah. So I'm so grateful for you taking the leap and being here with us still today yeah. um, to share part of your journey and to talk about yeah. finding your joy. Well, yeah, that, that was the other thing. Once I actually stopped to think about it, um, as a myotherapist and like Reiki master, the majority of my clients are women. Mm-hmm, and of course, mm-hmm. being a woman myself, that's what tends to normally happen but I see women from ages like 20 to 70 and Mm. a large majority are actually mothers yeah yeah. I'm so like my friend group are pretty much surrounded by mothers who have all had different experiences having children yeah so the ones that have suffered like postpartum depression the ones who um suffered from depression the whole way through their pregnancy Mm. um for myself and my mental health um I'm looking forward to having kids I I'm on medication for the rest of my life so for me to have kids I have to stop that medication which means I need to look after my mental health yeah yeah it's such a huge priority Mm. um that's what really I think that's 
why the main reason I said yes mm. was knowing that that journey is coming up for me yeah to, to support people yeah. now while they're already in that space is really important mm. yeah to learn and see so much from what mm. other people go through too and I know that you talked a lot about being nervous in the lead up to this <laughs> and I think that's going to lead us really great into talking a bit about emotional regulation so can you talk to us a bit about the importance of emotional regulation as adults? Okay, so as... Because I'm sure you have to do a lot of it for yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so emotional regulation is something I am actually really passionate about. Um, right. Being able to identify what you're feeling, being mm. able to give it a name or a yes. colour or to locate where it is within your body is a massive thing. Mm. If even doing one of those things is a great step into moving forward to be able to get back in contact with your emotions. So for me, that was my first step in finding my joy was to be able to connect with my emotions and with my body. Um, out there, there are some amazing uh, wheels of emotion. Mm -hmm. I give these to quite a few clients <laughs> just as a starting point. Yeah. Because there are so many descriptive words for what you are feeling. And just because um, something that comes up quite regularly is anger. Mm -hmm. Anger is very much a surface emotion. Yeah. Once you get past that anger and actually dive into what you are actually feeling, it's a lot deeper and a lot more complicated. Mm. And it sounds like we're having very similar discussions <laughs> with maybe the same clients. <laughs> I do the same thing. They're having the feelings yeah. wheel is so helpful to being like, when you say you feel angry, there's mm. other things that are going on, like resentment, disappointment, mm. um, yep. fear, you know, there's so many things. And I love that you're talking about that as well, because mm. yeah, we've got to be able to identify it and feel it. And especially mm. when you've not been allowing yourself or not being allowed to experience those emotions fully in their depth because mm. you haven't been in a supportive environment or you haven't had people role model to you how to even you know deal with that effectively mm. um it's really challenging to learn how to do that yeah and this is why it's so important to do it while well either before you have kids or while your kids are still young yeah yeah we talk um, about it so much, especially as parents, because yeah. we're having to help our kids through it. And then a lot of most of us at the same time are also learning how mm. to actually regulate ourselves. Yeah. Um, it's so important that your kids see. Mm. Oh, just ignore that. Keep okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh oh. Um, it's so important that your kids see that you have emotions and how you handle it. And mm. yeah, sometimes the emotions override the reaction we have. It happens to all of us, you know, look at a toddler having a tantrum. Yeah. They can't yeah. find the words to express how they feel. So that's how it comes out. It, it mm. is just a physical reaction. Yeah. So being able to find the words to put it together to go and then explain, you know, this is what I'm feeling. This is how I'm reacting. And this is how we're going to go next. Mm. So putting it into a process yeah. and helping them emotionally regulate as well mm. um, gives them, I think, better opportunities to be able yes. to express themselves the older yeah. they get, um, especially when it comes to their teenage years. 
Yeah, they need it so much. I always say to people, you know, and we all of a sudden wonder why we have angry teenagers. Yeah. Or we can reflect back to, and think if we, you know, can relate yeah. to that being a very angry teenager. And it's like, well, who did you actually have to teach you how to be with your emotions? Who was actually supporting you through that? Instead, yeah. we internalize it like as if there's something wrong with us because we mm. didn't know how to be angry or we um, were taught that being angry is bad and that we shouldn't ever feel that way. So then we yeah. have the labeling of bad emotions, which no emotions are bad. They're all no, feelings. We all it. experience them. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, I don't think much else can happen until you kind of have that as like your base level understanding of, um, yeah, of what it is to be a human and to fully mm-hmm. live in your human experience. And I think the other thing as women, we're told to be quiet. We're told not to express ourselves. We're told to shrink and hide and keep all those sorts of things hidden away, Mm, which doesn't help. We we need to be able to not not necessarily have the confidence, but to be empowered to feel like we can stand up for ourselves and express ourselves the way we need to without being shoved back into a box. Yes, you are allowed to take up space. Yeah, you can take up as much space as you like. <laughs> yes, you definitely can. <laughs> so you can for, see me right now. <laughs> <laughs> a room for eight people. I've got all of it. That's it. Oh my. So for anyone who is listening that may be having a really hard time and struggling, mm-hmm. what advice um, or recommendations can you give them? Okay, so I have three things I recommend to everyone that comes in to see me. First off, once a month, go get a massage. Go get oh, in touch with you're your my physical favorite person body. already. <laughs> I do not care whether it is relaxation, remedial, myotherapy, physiotherapy, osteopathy, chiropractics. I do not care. Go and see someone for body work. Mm-hmm. Once a month, minimum. You need to get back in touch with your physical body. Mm. That is that is part of reconnecting with who you are. Yeah. Um, so I, before I moved, I did a corporate seated massage for a law firm and I saw 13 clients that day. Um, the most recent one who'd had a massage would have been Christmas. So we're talking seven months. Everyone else had been a couple of years. Mm. And I just, I couldn't believe that you're not putting yourself first. You're the one that is looking after everyone else. Who is looking after you? This is why these massage and body work is so important because that's the time to connect to yourself and actually pay attention to what's happening in your body. Yeah. So a regular check-in once a month, just a nice little reminder that you're important, time to relax, time away from everything else, um, and just time to reconnect to you. Mm. I really like how you phrase it as it's time to connect with yourself and your body because mm. um, commonly when we talk about like self-care and it's about, you know, spending the money on getting your nails on a massage yeah. or whatever, yeah. it kind of takes away from, okay, but what is that actually doing for you yeah. and I yeah I've, I don't think I've ever considered it in the way that you're putting it and so I'm, I'm really glad that you've brought that up that's such a great point um so the next thing I do 
is I get my clients to write a list of what brings them joy. So I actually ask them um, during like a myotherapy or a massage session. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time I get back, um, um, I don't know what makes me happy anymore. Mm. And what and, a red flag that is. Yeah. If mm. you don't have anything outside of your children and your immediate family that makes you happy, what are you doing? Why aren't you happy anymore? Mm. What did you stop doing along the way that brought you joy and happiness? So I give them a little bit of homework and I get them to write a list of 10 things. Now, sometimes this takes a couple of appointments to process through and eventually get the list of 10. Mm. And then I get them to stick it on the fridge. (sighs) Too excited. Too many hands in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I get them to stick it on the fridge and I go, okay. What's one thing you can do every day on that list mm. to give you that little bit of joy in your day if you're having a bad day? Yeah. Say everything's gone to shit. Everything's fallen apart. It's gone opposite way of everything you wanted it to go. It happens. Mm. That's the yeah, realm. It does. You need to be able to go, okay, I know I can do this and it's going to pick me up. Mm. doesn't have to be a big thing. doesn't have to be an expensive thing. doesn't have to be a time-consuming thing. Just need to be able to go, okay, I can do this. I have time. I feel better and continue on. Mm. It just makes you stop and think about what's actually going on. Yeah. And taking care of yourself. Because when you asked yeah. that question before, like who is taking care of you? Yeah. The unfortunate answer a lot of times is that we are having to take care of ourselves because there yep. is no one else to do it for us for whatever reason it might be. Um, yep. And so Which, again, at some point so we do need back, to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of comes back to those expectations mm. that, you know, as soon as you enter motherhood, you know, you're no longer a person. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't we, put, true. We, are, we find it far too easy to put ourselves at the bottom of the list. Yeah. And we need to start promoting ourselves again. We need Definitely. to be at the top of that list because if we're not okay, the kids aren't going to be okay. The house yeah. isn't, the husband, the partner. Whoever else is involved isn't going to be okay. Mm. And you're going to get keep pushed further and further back. Mm. So by finding little moments of joy within your day just helps bring you up a level. Yeah. Um, and my third one is when was the last time you played like a child? Mm, that's a good one. You know. You see, not played with your child. No, <laughs> like, like a child. A child. <laughs> Definitely like. <laughs> when was the last time you put music on and danced around your room mm. or the house? Or, you know, really let go of what? Oh my God, what are other people going to think of me? Yeah. And yeah. just enjoyed it. And take up space. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, you look at like, um, young kids and toddlers as they're developing with like the intro music to a tv show mm. you know they just dance around they're so happy and joyful and blissful and what happened to that yeah we we used to be that child yeah they're still there that's it 
they're still within us no mm. the, the child who loved gymnastics or doing cartwheels or rolling down hills and you know all those little things mm. so I, my recommendation is next time you see your child doing something like that do it with them yeah sarah's yeah. just commented get your hands into the dough and get flour everywhere yeah. <laughs> make a mess who cares that's it, that's it. <laughs> get the cake batter all over the kitchen yeah deal with it later yeah she also and said um as a mum, body work isn't always easy but it's mm. worth it when my babies were little we stuck with the Cairo who saw babies too that's a good mm. idea because you yeah. can kind of like combine the two um we all get our body work in within a setting that supported mamas mm -hmm. now that they are a bit bigger getting remedial massage in that peaceful setting is possible but we still love going as a family to see our favorite Cairo I never thought a bit yeah. about it like that that's a really um good way to do both meeting the needs for your children also meeting your own needs yeah because yeah. we're so quick to make those appointments for our kids aren't we and then we mm. don't even do oh, it for yeah. ourselves like if your kid needed you know, a thousand dollar massage that was like magically going to, I don't know, cure an ailment. I don't know, something, mm. something I'm making up would be like, yep, take my money. <laughs> but for us, we're like, oh no. <laughs> well, that, that's the other thing, you know, so many women are coming in with chronic pain issues. Mm, yeah. The moment that pain starts, your body adapts and it mm. changes mm. and it alters the way you do things. So the longer you put off those self-care massage or chiro or physio or whatever it is those appointments the longer it's going to take for you to get back to a position where you're not in pain anymore and by mm. then your body's adjusted what how you function mm. so that you then have to readjust everything again yeah it takes longer yeah Whereas we do leave it far too long we mm. just kind of get on with it and we think that's what we're supposed to do there's no, that word again no pain yeah. is not normal Mm -hmm. pain is mm -hmm. a response to an abnormality in the body this <laughs> yeah how yeah. different story <laughs> yeah that's, uh, yeah you're like that's something else i could talk about all day long <laughs> well i appreciate everything that you've shared i'm just like yeah. having all these like little epiphany moments yeah. and now i can't wait to go and book my monthly appointment to get a massage because that's actually been a goal of mine, but I was justifying um, bringing in enough income for that, which is ridiculous. Because mm. when you think about it over a month, like to what you'd need every week to save up for it, it's like, actually, that, that, that's so silly. Yeah. Um, let's prioritize ourselves a bit more. So, you know, yeah. even I have to have the reminder sometime too. Um, and it's like deeply nourishing things, but I really like how you framed it as like connecting to your body, because um, that's something that we just don't do we just forget mm. we we are used to giving up our body um you yeah. know like for pregnancy and birth and breastfeeding and all that and then we kind of forget like we're allowed to enjoy our body as well yeah absolutely yeah so um as we are finishing our chat right now can you tell everyone where they can find you more or how you can help them okay so um uh complicated but not <laughs> So being in Melbourne, my myotherapy is on hold until we come out of lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, your wellness space. Was it your underscore wellness underscore space um, on Facebook and Instagram. Um, as soon as I have more information about opening up and where I'm starting and all that sort of stuff, that'll go up. Hopefully end of the month, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> I am offering a special um, for anyone watching this. Um, I do a 
30 minute free one-on-one discovery call but I'm also offering a special for my 60 minute one-on-one calls so during these appointments um we pick a couple of areas we go through them we find out what's actually happening and we start looking at ways to either help heal um, through like distance Reiki or whether it's things that you can implement in your life from your end Mm. and we just sort of take it step by step and go from there Um, I'll pop the links in afterwards yep awesome you can all click through Um, I'm also doing online Reiki at the moment so it's really good at uh, for relaxation and stress relief definitely need that (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I'm also running uh, Reiki certification at the moment so if you're interested in completing any Reiki um, Reiki one is ready to go I'm picking out dates want to do one more before the end of this year and then I'm picking out a couple of dates for early next year um, I start Reiki to mentorship in December not advertised till tomorrow <laughs> so you get the early scoop now <laughs> <That's it. laughs> 12 hours early um, and I teach my first Reiki 2 class on Sunday yeah perfect we have yeah. just had a sneaky question come in yeah Jess, what activity is your go-to when you are flat and looking to reset with some fun? Okay, so I have had to give up all my self, well, most of my self-care in the last eight weeks, which has made me really, really sad. So while I was in Adelaide, I was having uh, podiatry, massage, pedicures, uh, hairdressers, and my own healing sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, my go-to is my hairdresser, <laughs> which I'm really, really missing right now. Um, I, I bleached it myself yesterday and my roots are yellow and it's driving me bonkers. Um, but, yeah, my go-to is either at the moment is a nap. I love mm. a nap. A good nap. Oh, can fix anything. That's it. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, or music. Yes. Um, I've been listening to oh, Disney music. Yep. So like all the get that musical. inner child going. Yeah. 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 So much fun. Yeah, I've been listening to like all my favorite old school like emo thousands mm. kids that some of us might relate to, um, yeah. and it's been so fun to like listen back to it again. Yeah. Some some moments are sort of triggering like yeah remembering how I would have felt at that time but then it's yep. good because then it opens up an opportunity to kind of like work through that That's it. um similar to Disney um like my daughter recently did a ballet recital um like her first one so it was really exciting and she's my highly sensitive kiddo so we were just mm-hmm. impressed that she was brave enough and actually did it but they played um the little mermaid uh, part of this world one and oh. I oh man it was so hard like that song already triggers me and I want to cry. And it was so hard as I'm already like a proud mum, like watching my child. And I'm like, could feel it. And I just started biting my cheek. I'm like, you cannot be the mum that cries in public because people don't understand what's actually happening. And I just kind of think you're some weirdo and crying. And I told my husband and so later he checked on me. He's like, have you allowed yourself to cry yet? And I'm like, not yet. 
but yeah it's like important we try to overcomplicate things sometimes yeah. but simple things like you know taking care of yourself physically or listening to music and like music mm. you need to enjoy it it can bring you joy that's it yeah. absolutely yeah. doesn't thank have to be much. big and fancy it doesn't thank you so much for um I'm just distracted because I've seen another comment but it's fine <laughs> I need to stop looking at it now seriously though Jess thank you so much for coming in and taking the time to talk with us and for being so brave and taking this leap um I know we appreciate you so much and again if anyone has any more questions for Jess put them in the comments and she'll come back to answer them and make sure you go and check her out keep your eyes on when she's opening up again you know once you know we get back to whatever our new normal is going to be after all of this that's it. Thank you so much, Crystal. It's been so much fun. Thanks, Jess. See ya.